just like with anybody in their, in their weight loss journeys, like I kind of hit that breaking point where I'm like, I can't continue my life the way I am. Um, and last year, that's kind of where like, I was just like, let me just try this keto thing. Um, and I tried it and I saw the results and then I was just like, I can actually do this. Hey, I just spoke to Beatrice. She's amazing. Um, super inspirational interviews as she does all kinds of um, yoga and high intensity training, which you'll hear about. And she also talks about how she is doing the keto diet and um, gives you some really great tips, including an app where you can check your foods and uh, different ways to get more information. She's really big on researching stuff before starting. So like that's kind of her, I mean, she has amazing accountability and amazing motivation, but I think that's pretty much her kind of secret sauce of how she does it is that she does her research first. So she's not really diving in and then making changes. She knows what she's going to do and then she's able to hold herself to it. Um, so I think that's really awesome advice for somebody who's just starting out is like, you know, where do I begin? What do I do first? Do I just start and figure it out or, or what? And I think if you listen to her and you see how she, um, does research and some, I'll also put in the notes, some, uh, sites for you to use to get more research. I think that's probably the awesomest thing because I think you have to be able to set expectations of what you're trying to do. And by giving yourself that education, that's kind of the uh, best way to do it. So Beatrice is amazing for explaining that process. So check out the episode. Really exciting. Awesome. Very nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank you for the invitation to chat. Yeah, it's really cool. So like we're trying to uh, talk to a few more people and get, you know, get a little bit of a, of kind of a momentum and consensus of what people are doing. So I thought your story would be really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share. Awesome. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like I just, you know, who you are, what your backstory is. What's your story? Yes. <laughs> sure. So, um, obviously, Beatrice. Um, I live in New York City. I live in the borough of Queens. Um, so, a little bit about myself. I mean, I now have a very vigorous daily routine of practicing yoga. Um, yoga is something that a couple of years ago I wasn't into. Like I heard so many people talking about it and how beneficial it was, but I wasn't in that mental space. Mm. Um, and I reintroduced myself to it once I was in that mental space. And now I absolutely love it. Um, so that's, you know, a little mantra about myself that, you know, being Zen is super important, especially considering what's going on in the world right now. Absolutely. I was, um, back in my younger days, I'm not that old, but um, back in my younger days, I was a dancer. So I um, studied ballet for a significant amount of years. So obviously being active and staying active was always something that was important to me. And more importantly, doing something that I actually enjoyed. And that is pretty much kind of like that mindset that I have is, you know, I find stuff that I enjoy because, you know, especially with exercises, like it, people think of it as a task, 
you know, something that you have to do. But once you actually find the enjoyment part of it, then it's just so much easier to do and you get motivated to actually continue doing it because it's something that you actually enjoy. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah, um, like I, one of my goals is to pick up running. Like I admire people who can run five miles a day. I'm not at that point yet. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we all like to be able to, to run five miles a day? Not there yet. Um, so, you know, I'm finding things that, you know, I, I just grow to love. And, and that's where I even had that same mentality on keto. Like when one of my friends first introduced me to it, I was like, oh, as a Latin woman, I am not going to be able to give up beans and rice and, and um, more important, corn, because that's really important yeah. for me. And I'm just like, I can't do that. No way. And then, you know. Just like with anybody in their in their weight loss journeys, like I kind of hit that breaking point where I'm like, I can't continue my life the way I am. Um, and last year, that's kind of where like, I was just like, let me just try this keto thing. Um, and I tried it and I saw the results. And then I was just like, I can actually do this. Wait, you know, did you start, how long ago was that? So I started October of last year. So technically a year ago. Um, to this day, I officially on today's Friday, so I officially on Wednesday reached uh, 50 pounds down. Um, so it is, you know, it's it's been a struggle. You know, we all have our cheat days. We all have days that we're not feeling sticking yeah. to a keto lifestyle, which I am guilty of. But at the same time, I also encourage it. Like, you know, it is a lifestyle, not a diet. So do what suits you. If you don't want to stay keto on one day, then don't. But just understand what you will have to do on the following days right. to, to, you know, to, to justify that cheat day. And that's kind but, of one of my questions for you is like, how, how do you, you know, mentally, how do you keep at it? Like, what's the, what's the thing? You know, there's always obstacles, right? So like, what is, you know, what do you say to yourself? What do you feel? Like, what's the thing that motivates you to go, I'm, I'm staying with it. I'm getting back on track if I, you know, didn't do a good day or. What have you? So it's, it's, I mean, it's a great question. And, and it's kind of what I always advise everybody on my Instagram page and my, and the Facebook groups that I'm in is when you want to make this lifestyle change, because it really is a lifestyle change. It's everybody says that keto is not a diet. It's a lifestyle. You have to be mentally prepared. Like two years ago, my mentality was, not doing it, can't do it. Again, that negative mentality. When I started keto, my mindset was, I am going to try this, I'm going to do it. And then I prepped even before. So I got rid of, you know, all the pasta, all the bread, all that, all the stuff that was, was in my household that would be a temptation. I got rid of it. You I, know, I you even... <laughs> like you just threw it out or was it like, I'm going to... I'm going to have this cheat, you know, month and eat all of it. <laughs> I, you know, the irony of the situation is, is that I've, you know, I've, I've struggled with my weight my entire life, you know, since high school, you know, we've always had, you know, that, that stereotypical and it's an unfortunate, very harsh stereotype of what is beautiful for, for women and for men as well, but just like what is ex an acceptable body type. Sure. 
And, you know, I always have, have that and had that in the back of my mind. So I always used to watch what I eat, when or what I ate. So I would limit always the amount of bread I would take and the amount of, you know, carbs in general, because I always knew that carbs were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I limited how much I had available in my home. So when I decided to turn, in, turn to a keto lifestyle, I didn't have to throw away that much because I didn't have that much in my house. Um, it's just, you know, living with my partner, you know, that was also that, that challenge of, you know, ensuring that my partner understood the lifestyle change that I wanted and, you know, they're accepting of it and, and they don't necessarily follow keto themselves, but they'll eat what I make. So, um, you know, and that's honestly something that I appreciate because a lot of people, I've seen, you know, live in that lifestyle where it's only one person in their family that follows the uh, keto lifestyle and the other doesn't. And that's where temptation can um, come about. But I've been very proud of myself that I don't, um, you know, and then on my cheat days, it's, it's very, very minute. Like, um, and the one thing that I have learned is I Google all the normal carb recipes that I would have, like, Tortillas. I love corn tortillas. I literally Googled keto tortillas, found 50 million different recipes. And I actually get excited on A, the creation of it, like following the recipe and that process. And then when I actually taste it, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so good. So it's like, it just, in, in, it creates like this motivation of you don't really need the quote unquote bad item. Right. You know, just create your own. Have so you that's that pretty much what I've been doing. Have you shared that recipe? So I do share it. I tag the um, person that, you know, the recipe that I found. Um, I actually follow a really um, nice page called Wholesome Yum. Um, that page is amazing. Her name is Maya. She's a Mexican-American individual. So she has a lot of nice Latin American recipes um, I actually copied one of her enchilada, the red enchilada sauce that she makes. And like, now that is like a staple in my home. Mm. So it's, it's definitely something that I advise everybody just, just Google, like, and even my partner is I saying, I want to share that actually. I'm going to like, yeah, later, absolutely. I'll find her and I'll add it. I'm going to put notes to this, to what we're talking about. We'll add that in because I think, I think a lot of people will love that tortillas. Abs- that's one of the things. Absolutely. And even my partner is like talking to people who are like wanting to to lose weight and, and, you know, and the concept is with a keto lifestyle, it's not about changing what you eat. It's just, it is changing what you eat, but it's finding a new way on how to have the same things that you like. Right. Because a lot of people are like, I can't have burgers. I can't have fries. Yes, you can. It's just you're going to use a low-carb bread instead of your regular hamburger bun. It, it's just that you're not going to have potato french fries. You're going to have jicama french fries or rutabaga french fries. So it's like you're tricking your mind to having the stuff that you enjoy. It's just in a different way. And they taste almost identical, sometimes even better. And it's just like you're still having, you're feeling like you're having a cheat day when you're really not. (laughs) That's pretty cool. 
I mean, that's, that's, that's how you can keep to it. I'm mean, not kind of answer that question of like, how do you stick with it? I think that's it. If you're, if you feel like you're being yourself, then it's easy. Yeah. Like tacos, who doesn't love tacos, you know, and, and taco recipes that are so versatile. I make ground chicken tacos. I make a uh, ground turkey tacos, fish. Uh, I don't eat, I, I actually don't eat beef or pork. Um, but I use turkey bacon in replacement. I use a lot of ground turkey and, and ground um, chicken in my, in my uh, recipes. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit more about like what kind of workouts you're doing. So I mean, you're doing yoga, like you said it was pretty intense. What, what do you mean by that? So I, okay, so prior to COVID, I actually was going to the gym and my work-life balance wasn't the greatest. So I was, you know, after working an eight, nine hour day, honestly, the last thing I wanted to do was go to the gym. And I knew that was a struggle of mine. And I knew that in order to continue, you know, reaching my goal weight, I was just going to push myself um, to it. So um, the beginning of this year, I actually started um, working out from home. And then when COVID happened, um, they were giving out all these like free trials for these online um, applications because you couldn't go to the gym. And I came across Daily Burn, which I used, which had great um, programs. And then I also found um, Core Power Yoga. And I love Core Power Yoga, and I continue using Core Power Yoga because they actually do your standardized yoga flows, but they also have what they call a yoga sculpt session. So it's yoga with weights. And they also do yoga with cardio. So it's not just your low impact yoga session. They're putting it more into like that weight training, yeah, um, nice, weight nice, loss nice. aspect. Nice. That's really nice. So, and, and it's, it's really, really low cost a month. Um, so I started doing that in which that's actually what geared me more to the yoga lifestyle and practicing every single day. I've increased the question. What's the accountability? Like that's a daily thing. Is that morning? Is that evening? So I have been lucky that my job that I actually am able to work from home, um, and that my job is so flexible with scheduling. So I actually schedule my workouts for noon, for noon, so that from nine to noon, I'm working, and then I take my lunch break, and then I actually just sign off and sign on to either a core power yoga or I just started Beachbody, mm -hmm. um, and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, and then, you know, I do my, sometimes I'll do a half an hour workout, 45 minutes, there's time to I'll even do as long as an hour depending on the video that I choose. Um, and then, you know, I go back to work. It's, it's just, it's perfect for me. It it's, is. it's really cool. Yeah. It's really tight schedule. It's like everything very organized. Exactly. Um, you know, what happened to me a couple of months ago is I started to what's called plateau, which is, you know, I was just basically maintaining my weight. The scale wasn't going up, but the scale wasn't going down either. So I reassessed my workout. And I realized I needed more high impact, you know, workouts. So I joined the craze of Beachbody and it's, it 
it's well deserved. They're, the craze is well deserved because the workouts are intense. They're intense, yeah, no doubt. They are so intense, but they're so much fun. I'm doing right now um, a program for Pio, which is a combination of Pilates and yoga. Mm -hmm. And it is an intense workout, um, you know, and that's now what I'm doing in, in, in combination with core power yoga. So I alternate so that this way my body you know, I'm not doing the same things over and over and over again. That's the idea behind it, to kind of throw your body off a little bit? Yeah, kind of putting my body into a shock. Yeah. You know, because my body was kind of like so used to that low impact of yoga and then shocking it with a high impact um, cardio gotcha. and, and exercise program kind of. And actually, it, it's actually what got me to reach my 50-pound goal weight was doing beach body because my body was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I actually have a kind of like emotional follow-up for that. It's like when you're, when you're eating low carb and stuff and you're doing that kind of high intensity workout, what's the, uh, like one thing that I experienced, especially when I'm really low, low on carbs is that I have a kind of stringiness when I'm working out. I almost feel like, um, like my mind is somewhere else. I feel, mm -hmm. like, how do you feel emotionally when you do that? Like what's the, uh, I guess like what since you plateaued, what's the next like phase? You know, that's I think that's very hard to go through. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people getting upset about not losing weight or or seeing the progress of others, but they themselves not having that same progress. And I think you know the reality is is that we're all humans, but our body types and our body genetics are so different. So what may take some, you know, it may take one person a month to lose 30 pounds and it could take somebody else like myself a month to lose 10 pounds. It's just our body. It's, it's our body. And we can't let other people's progress discourage ourselves. Sure. Um, and the reality is I felt the same way when I first started the keto lifestyle. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in three months and it's going to be awesome. And that was not the reality of it. But the reality is it's okay. It's like, and I always tell people, stop focusing so much on the number that's on the scale. Because the number that's on the scale is awesome. It is because I'm guilty of it too. But the reality is I went from a size 14 to a size 8. And that to me is also amazing. And I don't think people really focus on that, you know, and it's not, all, it's not just about the weight. It's also about your measurements. Because when you gain muscle, you're going to gain weight because muscle is also weight. No doubt. So if you're so focused on the scale and that number that's on the scale and not actually mm -hmm. on the changes in your body, you're going to get discouraged. And then yeah. that's going to create that emotional reaction like you were talking about. Sure. Do you ever measure your uh, body fat as a way to like see where the muscle is and where? So I use an app. For, I have a digital scale that has an app. I use a scale called Arboleaf. Mm -hmm. um, it measures the body fat, but how accurate it is, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say it's 100% accurate because it's not. They even say it themselves. Right, right. Um, so I go by that, um, but, you know, I'm sure that there's more, you know, uh, scientific, yeah. you know, stuff out there, but I have not actually used that. But I, I more focus on reaching that physical appearance that I'm, that I'm comfortable with. Um, I mean, as, as, you know, who doesn't want a flat stomach? 
who doesn't want the six pack, um, you know, who doesn't want chiseled arms and legs and all that stuff. So like, that's what motivates me. I've learned to, I only weigh myself once a week. Um, kind of like as that mindset. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because in the beginning I did weigh myself every single day and it, it, it changes your mentality because if you gain one pound, you know, you end up feeling negative about yourself and that's not how you should be looking at it. So I've, I've changed my ways. I've, I weigh myself once a week, usually on around Mondays. And that's how I guide myself for the week. So it's like, if I lost a pound or gained a pound, I'm like, great. Okay. Let's lose another pound. Or even if I gained a pound, I'm like, all right. So, and then I'll base my workout off of that. Like if I did gain, I know now I need to do a harder um, workout. That makes a lot of sense. It's a really good way to motivate yourself. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's again, kind of like going back to that mental preparedness. It's like, you really do have to be motivated. It's, it's a lifestyle change. It's something that you have to structure yourself to continue doing. And, you know, the reality is that self-motivation and that self-discipline, to be quite honest, not everybody has. (laughs) You just have to. Behind me, that's. uh... Yes. (laughs) All good, all good. Can you put it on for her? It's on. Cool. I hear it. You hear it? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's, that's a regular no thing in Zoom world these days. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I've had worse. I've had where uh, I, I accidentally left the microphone on while I'm taking her to the potty. So we've uh, <laughs> a little bit of asking for sound is no big deal. Nope. <laughs> So something else I want to ask you is, um, you know, I think a big a big component of what you're saying is that you, you have a strong, like, why you're doing it, and that's one of the reasons you stay motivated. But uh, could you share a little bit about what that is? Like, what what was the original why where you're like, I'm doing it. This is, it's time. Yep. So, I mean, I've, like I told you before, I struggled with weight loss my entire life. I mean, even as a teenager, you know, I was considered overweight. I've always been considered overweight my entire life. And when I say consider overweight, it's that stereotypical doctor scale of this is what you should be according to your height, which is totally inaccurate. Yeah. Um, but you know, with that, it's it's been a it's been a lifelong struggle. Um, I've gone up and down in my weight my entire life. Um, I'm actually at the lowest I've been in my adult life. I'm actually back to what I weighed back in high school. So for me, that's just a huge accomplishment. Yeah, that is a huge accomplishment. That's cool. Um, Yeah, and I've tried different things, you know, and it's just, again, when you're in your early 20s and in... Let's just be honest. What do you always want to do in your early 20s? It's you want to drink and party and, you know, and and that's not healthy. Um, And now, you know... As an, more as an adult, you know, and more as a professional, because now, you know, I'm, I'm building my career and, and all that stuff. And I have a stable household. I have a partner now. You know, it's you, you change your lifestyles. Um, and honestly, the reality is, is having a support system is the biggest thing. Even if you are alone and you're doing this, you know, you don't have a friend or family member or a partner that's supporting you. You know, I actually have, that's actually why I created my Instagram page because I'm like, I know I needed support, you know, 
So, you know, and it's, it's actually even motivated me even more, my Instagram page to continue because it's like, oh my God, so many people are following me. So many people are, are interested in, in seeing what I'm doing that it's like, I need to prove to them and I need to prove to myself. So very cool. It's know, kind of making you accountable because you're like, you're doing it for somebody else, which is amazing, exactly amazing process. Exactly. And that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, DM me with questions, you know, feel free to, you know, message me because the reality is I know what it's like to have those questions to not know what to eat or what workouts to do or all that stuff that, you know, and, and like I said, everybody's life is different. Everybody has different challenges. Can everybody have the structured lifestyle that I have? No, but it's, it's what works for me, and it's, it's what I've been blessed with this year. I take COVID as honestly, as much as we want to think about COVID in the negative standpoint, I actually see it as a positive. Like, I honestly believe that it, if it wasn't for COVID, I probably wouldn't have reached that 50-pound weight loss um, goal that I had for myself. That's because I, I had, right. yeah. Because now with my work life, I have the balance. I have the balance of, you know, being able to do my, my work, but also be able to, to schedule my fitness. And it's going to be like jet fuel for you too. Like when the COVID era is over, you're just going to keep all of that, all of that motivation and positivity is going to just like catapult you forward. So it's, it's amazing. Exactly. And you know, the reality is, is it's giving me the opportunity to be able to cook a lot more. And I think that's obviously also important, you know, when we're in the office, we, not everybody meal preps, not everybody brings their own, you know, items to, to work. And then we end up going to fast food and stuff like that because we're also on a budget, um, which, you know, and that's the other thing that I also, you know, post on my Instagram. I eat out, you know, I go to, you know, Chipotle now has great keto options. I you know, go to, I go to restaurants. It's just, again, you're just editing what you would normally eat. Very cool. There's actually something else I want to ask you, which is, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, in your twenties, you want to drink and party and stuff. (laughs) You still drink and like, how do you manage that if you do? So that's the beauty of the keto diet, well, keto lifestyle is that you can drink, but obviously I'm not drinking, for example, um, is strawberry daiquiri because that is loaded with sugar or pina colada because that's loaded with sugar and sugar is carbs. So my go-to drink honestly is tequila. Cool. Straight. And yep. And even at home, I'll just pour myself a nice little shot and I'm good. What's your tequila Um, choice? Let's hear. (laughs) Ah, that's hard. I mean, I am a stickler for Patron and I do like 1800. Nice. Um, but you know, like just, I, I tend to drink a lot of straight alcohols now. Um, and margaritas are my kryptonite, but they're skinny margarita now. So it's just like, again, you just trying to find that low carb option. I even, um, you know, I've even bought, uh, for those beer lovers out there, Corona premier only has 2.5 carbs Mm -hmm. and it tastes exactly like a regular Corona it really, there's almost no difference. Um, so again, it's just trying to find those options and not, you know, having those guilty pleasures without actually feeling like really guilty. <laughs> exactly. 
That's very smart. One other thing I want to ask you before we um, wrap this up is you are definitely able to motivate yourself and you hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable. I mean, everything you're saying, I can hear that a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like somebody who's new to it and coming to it, mm-hmm. what's, uh, what's some advice you could give them? Like if somebody's just thinking yep. about it, what can you tell them? So again, just be mentally prepared. Do the research on what are keto approved or keto friendly items versus what's not keto friendly. Because I do see a lot of people in the the Facebook groups that I'm in asking, is this keto friendly? Is this not? And learn how to calculate what net carbs are. Mm -hmm. It's carbohydrates minus the dietary fiber minus any sugar alcohol not sugar per se. A lot of people get those things confused. Um, understanding the different types of sugars, because that's crucial, you know, and, and, and the side effects of, of those, understanding what ketosis is, understanding, you know, how to reach ketosis, um, how in, in keto you're supposed to li- uh, have 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. So understanding how to do that, download the Carb Manager app. It is super useful. You do literally searches for the food. It tells you how many net carbs by weight in ounces or, you know, like for cheese, it does slices, for bread, it does slices. And that little by little, you'll learn. And then by the time you say, okay, I'm ready to start, you already have a good foundation to begin starting, starting your shopping and and all that stuff. You know, the main thing that I always have in my fridge is tons of meat. You know, for me, again, it's chicken, turkey, fish, um, and then vegetables. And then I can't live without cheese and keep, thank God keto is cheese friendly. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's knowledge is power. That's honestly the reality of it in order to be mentally prepared you have to learn so you're really suggesting kind of planning it out and researching yep. it before diving in absolutely not just diving in head first exactly join crazy. the keto groups on facebook you know follow people who are following a keto lifestyle um on instagram and facebook learn what they're doing and then obviously you tweak what you have in your house to fit the keto lifestyle. Awesome. It's, it's awesome stuff. This is, this is so much fun to talk to you. This is great. You have such an yeah, awesome it's been fun. So like upbeat and so um, also for yourself, um, tell me, tell, you know, hopefully people will be looking at this and uh, listening to you. How can they reach you? What's your Instagram and give me a little self-promotion. <laughs> so um, my Instagram page is at keto girl underscore Beatrice. So um, the post is the profile is public, so you can always find me very, very easily. Um, Facebook, yep, <laughs> Facebook is Beatrice Calderon. I don't um, post that much um, keto stuff on my Facebook page, so I highly encourage everybody to just follow um, my keto specific Instagram page. Instagram, okay. Also, you mentioned a couple Facebook groups. Is there anything that you would you know like to share? A group that you you know, promote or anything? Or? Yep. So I am part of two um, keto groups, uh, Facebook groups. One is Keto for Beginners, um, which is extremely helpful. And then Keto for Beginners for Women Only. 
Um, so again, just because, you know, women and men's bodies are different. So I do both. Um, I do post on both as well. Um, so yeah, those are definitely recommendations to, to join again, to learn and then obviously motivate you. Yeah. Amazing. Totally amazing. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me? Um, did I miss anything? <laughs> nope. We, we pretty much summed it up, you know, again, I'm having a blast. I, you know, honestly, the progress is what continues motivating. You yeah. know, and then obviously helping others is also a motivation. I um, think that's a big part of it for you, just from like the uh, kind of yeah. reading between the lines when you're talking. I think you like that. You have that like kind of uh, that coaching mentality. Yep. 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 I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I never thought of myself in that way. But, you know, we're all humans. We change our, our mentality. And now I'm yeah. definitely in that mentality of I can do this you can do it too. If I can do it, you can do it. That's my mantra right now. It's amazing. I can see you running like a group in Queens or something too. I know so many people are getting into it. I mean, my, my family members are getting into it. My friends, it's like, it's really taking over. It's, it's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Where are you in Queens, by the way? I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm, I'm in Jamaica. Oh, nope. Not far at all. I go to Jamaica all the time. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, obviously, you know, with COVID things are very limited, but oh, for you sure. know, it would be amazing to, to be able to do even a meetup, you know, come the future when it's safer to do, you know, it's, it's something I've thought about as well. Yeah. I actually think that would make a lot of sense because I think you, you know, you'll naturally just talk to a lot of people, help people. What, it, what ends up happening is you learn something by seeing everybody's know what people are concerned about and what people are asking and then you end up really like getting lifted up by it and i think it's already exactly. happening to you it'll just like i said before it's more jet fuel it'll just increase the velocity of it exactly what's your uh what are your goals for the rest of the year so i have now that i've reached my 50 mark i do i am pushing myself to lose 20 more um we will see how much I can lose by the end of the year. Obviously, I would like to lose the 20 by the end of the year, but I'm also realistic. <laughs> and <laughs> I, goals are hard to set, too. It really yeah. is. You don't want to be too soft, but you also don't want to, you know, overdo it. Well, because the other thing that I've learned is, you know, weight loss fluctuates. And it's, it's you know, you may not be able to lose the 20 pounds in two months. I, I, I did when I was first starting keto, but now my weight loss is very, very slow. You know, a pound a week every now and then. Um, and that's okay because I've, I've gotten rid of a good chunk of the fat that I had. So it's like, it's going to take longer. And that's what also people need to understand right. is you're going to lose a lot in the beginning and then it's going to be slow. Then it slows down. Yeah, that's a great point. So like to have that, to be aware of that really makes it a lot easier. Yep. So that's my goal. I mean, I'm already planning a keto Thanksgiving, um, you know, so, and, and, and that keto Thanksgiving is, is going to consist of still turkey, you know, cause you can eat turkey. It's just the side dishes are going to be different. And, you know, but that's, that's the motivation for the rest of the year, you know, just continuing pushing through and, you know, and, and, you know, continuing pushing everybody and helping whoever I can help. Amazing. 
thank you so much. I've got to run now. This was this yep. was awesome. Like I'm so glad that you know we did this. This is this is really yep. this was stuff. so much fun. Thank you so I'm much Ralph, for the opportunity. So let me know. You know if, if something pops up in your head, you're like, hey, you know, I'd like to tell you about something, or I didn't think of this. Just you know, touch base anytime. We're literally down the street from each other. It takes me, I go to Jamaica every so often. It takes probably about 30 minutes to get there. I come down Atlantic <laughs> Ave. I was actually there yesterday. <laughs> I had my son with me. So Awesome, awesome. <laughs> All right, Beatrice. So nice to meet you. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Right, bye. So that was the end of our show with Beatrice Calderon. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure, like me, you thought that that was an amazing, amazing show. She has tons of information, and she's super motivational, total inspiration. So I hope that gets everybody motivated. Uh, check out the show notes for some of the things she mentioned, Facebook groups plus the, uh, the app and whatnot. And uh, keep at it. Be gorgeous. Let me know if you have any questions. We're always here. Thanks. Thanks.